like you said, face those hard truths and realize, do I want my life to stay like this or do I want to climb up out of this and come out all the way? And, and, and it has to be a decision solely and completely that you know that you can do because Lakeisha and I can want it for you, but your mom and them can want it for you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want it for yourself, you're going to go back to them old, same negative coping mechanisms, the next new thing that pops your way. Hey, family, welcome to the Living Her Truth podcast, where we have honest conversations about what it means to live a purpose-driven life. I am your host, Lakeisha Woodard from LakeishaWoodard.com, the place where women receive the tools necessary to feel seen, heard, and supported while pursuing their purpose. And now every week, you'll learn those same tools through candid and transparent conversations. Hey family, welcome to another episode. I'm so excited that you're here. I do not take it lightly that you decided to hit that play button and spend about an hour of your time with me. So with that being said, I want you to know I'm 100% invested in your self-awareness journey. So every week I'm making sure to bring my A-game for providing you the tools necessary to live a more fulfilled and purpose-driven life. So just in case you are new here to the podcast or maybe you are behind your episodes, I've dedicated July to my listeners and the supporters of my podcast. I'm giving you, my support family, the opportunity to share your story because this is what Living Her Truth is all about. It's all about us coming together to share, to build, and just really to love on each other as we fumble, okay, through this journey called life. And in this week's episode, we're talking a lot about action, Putting action behind our decisions, behind our purpose, behind our thoughts, behind our prayers. So you can manifest the life that you are so faithfully praying for. You have to put action behind your prayers. It's not about praying and forgetting, right? It's about praying and then going to do the work, right? Doing the work is not a sign of lack of faith. Actually, it's a sign of how much faith you actually have because you're holding God to his word by taking action on what he's downloading in you. You're taking action on what it is that he told you specifically to do. And I'm here to tell you that action will look and feel different from person to person, but it's necessary and it's required. And today I'm sitting down with Tanya Miller to talk about how to get unstuck so we can get clear and take control of our mindset, right? So we can take or make intentional action or make intentional decisions because everything that we do or don't do is an action. And just because you are taking action or you're doing something or you're writing something, it doesn't mean that it's in alignment with purpose. All right. But before you eavesdrop on our conversation, let me take a moment to introduce Tanya to you. Tanya J. Miller of Tanya J. Miller LLC and Talking with Tanya is an author, speaker, coach, and strategist with a passion for helping people and organizations figure out how to do life and leadership unapologetically on purpose. And now she's here sharing these same strategies with us. So sit back, relax. Take it all in and enjoy the conversation. 
Tanya, thank you so much for saying yes to having this conversation with me today. I am super excited. I'm glad you welcomed my yes and my ask to be on the show. I know we're going to have a great time just talking with each other and, you know, spilling some sister truth, you know, so I know it's going to be good. Absolutely. I'm super, super excited about the um, the conversation. And speaking mm-hmm. of saying yes to your ask, um, <laughs> you guys, you know, I like to start off every podcast episode with just talking about how I've come to know the person that I am speaking with. And mm-hmm. Tanya is one of, you know, the listeners and supporters of the podcast. We are in a Facebook group together and she yeah. you know, saw a post of the podcast and listened, loved it, and decided to become a guest. You guys, you know, I'm all I love a good come up story. So this is <laughs> a platform for yes. me to have a conversation. So other women uh, who are doing great things and other women who are operating in purpose can come and share and share their testimonies. So very Thank excited you. about this conversation today. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. So Tanya, you have a book called Mind Matters, right? Get out of your head and jump into life, which I absolutely love. And you mentioned on your website that you've written your book based on a personal place of trauma. Do you mind giving us a little bit of backstory for your book? Yes, yes. So um, the short version (laughs) is newly married. We got the story for us, girl. We just (laughs) want Newly married, 07 relocated across the country at the heightened and the boiling point of the recession that hit yes. basically countrywide in, in 2008. Mm-hmm. So the the kicker is that my husband and his family has just started their own real estate company, which is what basically caused the crash. Y'all with me now. So mm-hmm. Basically, between the both of us, we probably had six hours of unemployment in the seven years that we lived there in Virginia. Um, in that, it was like we couldn't even get our head above water because we was like in sinking sand. Like, when no, no grip, no, no foundation, we were just, 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 just going down. Like, it felt like a sinking ship mm-hmm. because literally, even the first job I was able to get all the other interviews I did, they would either tell me I was overqualified and they didn't want to hire me because as soon as I got something better, I would leave. Why is that your business? Obviously, I'm coming because I need some money. You know, why they got to do? I, I'm like, what they got to do with you? And then um, some of them would be like, well, I don't really understand what you did for your your prior job. What is what is an option? What's a call? What's a put? I'm like, do they got anything to do with the job I'm applying for? If I could tell you to understand what this is, why are you trying to figure out something you ain't going to understand? So those are some hardships I got when I was looking for a job. But no lie, when I finally landed a job, it was 30000 below what I was making in Texas. I said, five, I paid this five zero difference. I did. So even though we was getting some income in, it was never enough for us to to make ends meet like I'm just real and so that was happening so we were under financial pressure and burden because of like major stuff them them student loans didn't go nowhere that light bill didn't go nowhere that mortgage didn't change none of that and back then it was so many home foreclosures and short sales 
Mm-hmm. They they made it hard, just like they're doing a little bit right now with these these loans for these small businesses and it's my hotel uh businesses that ain't small that's stealing the people money. Oh, I said that. Let me bring it back. So yeah, needless to say, it was a whole lot going on, and in the midst of that. I knew I had one chronic illness, but I didn't know. I learned later that I had two and how they feed off of each other with stress. And so your girl had time. And then I, and then I didn't even know I was like, cause nobody told me they, like they were either the only options I had were the two things that they gave me as treatment. And then even with that, I still would have to go get treatment like every six months to a year. But if you don't have no insurance, you ain't getting that. um you know I just I didn't know like I think if I was back still here with my mom it would have helped because that girl is an advocate for one she don't play she don't play with kids so I know she would have been but it was just a lot and I didn't understand my body I understand what was happening and then I'm just gonna be real with y'all we talking to sister true you know um one of the illnesses that I have also they don't. They not saying I'm. In, I have infertility trouble issues, and so I remember all three of my friends was pregnant, y'all. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Like they was months apart. No, Lakeisha, they was born a week apart each, and they looking at me like, when, when, when you gonna pop one out? And so one day I had one in him. I, I, and I, I know I heard of this. <laughs> I apologize to her this day because I was like, you, you, it wasn't meant for you. It was just so much. And the last thing I wanted somebody to come ask me was when was I going to get pregnant? I was like, I dang it, if I could, don't you think I would be there? Like, get up out my, like, I, I went in. But I apologize because it was just too much. And, and that was a sign even for me that it was too much. And so basically, you know, um, one night, just being home, transparent. One night, I went to church for the special prayer service, mm-hmm. and my bishop at the time, he's now apostle. He called every last woman, married, elder, to come pray over me, lay me out. Child, by the time I finished crying and laying out, felt like an hour later, <laughs> I knew then that I was going to go to therapy. And I am a proponent of it. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. You know, it's spring newness. But sometimes you got to work through some of that old stuff, too. That's keeping you from walking into your newness and, and keeping you from walking into your purpose. And so um, I went to therapy. Black women, women of color, we all should go to therapy, even if it's just a checkup like you do your well woman's exam. We all need to go. And so long story short, I got back to writing, talked with Tanya because I had stopped. And then I also started writing. Not, I don't think it was for the journal, but... I was like, I don't want anybody else to ever feel sad or to feel stuck. I don't want them to not know what to do. I don't want them to not know how to get unstuck and back on purpose. I don't want them to not know how to jump out of their own head and get back into life. And then for the people that are loving them, seeing this pain, seeing this trauma, turmoil, disaster, like mental breakdown, I just like, I want to make sure you know what to say. Hey family. So real quick, I wanted to pop in and share some exciting news with you. The Living Out Truth podcast has received its first donation and we are so excited and overjoyed about it family you guys have been showing up showing out and just 
pouring in the support. And we are so overwhelmed, so blessed, and so appreciative of you. And I needed to take a moment to say thank you. Just in case you had no idea that you can support the Living Up True podcast through a monetary donation, I want to let you know, yes, you can. All you have to do is go to the show notes of any episode and click on the donate button to give your monetary donation. Whatever God places on your heart to give is exactly what we will receive. And we just thank you for your kindness. Now, back to the conversation. Telling them get over it, <laughs> suck it up. Mm, you might get, you might get, you might get knocked out. But I'm just saying, it might be some strong strength that come out of nowhere for you coming at them like that. And I left it alone. I left it alone five years, and five years later, I felt like I got this spirit that that tap on my shoulder from God. Like you remember that book you wrote? Mm-hmm. I said, who wrote a book? I wrote a book. What book you talking about? I like I'm gonna write one. And that was not the answer. Go find your old spring phone, pull that mud out, clean it up, get it ready for the editor. Oh, but you need to also write the Get Your Mind Right Journal too. Ha ha, yes. You got another book to write with that because they need to know how to get their mind right by you asking them hard questions so that they can make those hard answers and solutions come to pass in their life. And so, yeah, it's a whole story behind it. And it's one to where I didn't necessarily think I needed to be autobiographical, autobiographical with it, but able to let you know, listen, I've been right where you are. I've been where you are with feeling like nothing, with feeling worthless, with feeling in self-doubt and self-pity. I've been where you are, you know, of any type of emotions where you feel like you can't control them because you hormonally, you, you just all out of whack. I've been where you, you've been broke and you having to rely on other people. You can't even get your own groceries. Anything, I, if I ain't been there, I know about it. So I wanted to be able to share practical ways, wisdom with, and and just ideas and let you know you're not by yourself. Sis, can I say thank you <laughs> for, for doing that, that right mm-hmm. there, for being obedient? There's so you know, many parallels um, and commonalities, you know, with, with our stories, because me too. That's why we're doing it. That's, that's this why is why we're doing it. Because I too wrote a book called 31 Days of Truth, Manifest Your Passion, Power, and Perseverance. And it's so crazy because the, the year that I wrote it, at the beginning of that year, January, you know, I was setting my, my goals or intentions. And I was just like, you know what, in two years, I'm going to start writing a book. Mm-hmm. And God said, no, you're going to start writing now. And next thing I know, there's people in front of me because I'm speaking, people in front of me who's asking for a book. And then the next thing I know, uh, God sends me an editor. I mean, an editor at a uh, at a networking event. And mm-hmm. then I go to another networking event and I win um, free space to, to like hold an event at this at this place. So I was just like, okay, God. I so- see that. they my glory hands. I'm Thank you, G. I'm like, okay, guys, so you gave me an audience, you gave me a topic, mm-hmm. a format for the book, an editor, and a place where I can do my own um, book signing. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, God, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and, and be obedient. And yeah. then also, too, with the, you know, the, the infertility, you know, um, most times when we don't, we don't, we don't talk about it as much as we should we as in black women we don't talk about it as much as we should my sis that just went through her last 
Battle and Fight of IBF is the one that has been encouraging me to tell my story. So shout out to you, Kiana. I love you dearly. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to you for encouraging her to, to come forward. And I've been um, vocal about it because hubby and I are going through infertility uh, issues. But, you know, when, when you talk about it, people automatically assume that it's you, the woman, but men have infertility issues as well. And so it just got really, really do. bad for us because once we got married, everybody was just like, baby, 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 baby. And, you know, we didn't really know that we was had, that we had problems until we got married and started to actively try. So everybody's like, baby, 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 baby. And I'm just like, you know what, like you, like, I'm, I'm a pop off. Like I didn't pop off on somebody, but I was just like, I'm going to pop off on somebody because number one, it's already stressful. It's already and, stressful. And then if you add in the piece of just being real, sometimes it makes you feel less than a woman. And then people are so well, well, you know, I, I'll be Did you try this? Did you do baby? that? Do you need somebody to carry your baby? I carry it for you. First off, why are you assuming? You know, now you're making assumptions because it's, mm -hmm. it's not a topic that we talk about all the time and we surely yep. don't talk about it when you know when this the man that's that's having the problem or the issue right so but, but the thing that you need to know about that um my one of my IVF doctors he said the thing about infertility is mm -hmm. because men don't go to the doctor we don't have enough data we don't have enough stats we don't have enough just mm -hmm. research to speak to why that that may be the case or why this may be the case unlike women we have data we have research y'all if it's tell not working y'all will go in he's like but okay. that's the difficulty and so a lot of times you've been going through this IVF a year or whatever and not one time did you check over there because you automatically assume yeah. listen why I be like how y'all know Hannah was barren huh how you know listen now we know Sarah might have been because because Abraham hooked up, uh, hey, he, he hooked up your girl. Uh, but we don't know nothing about Hannah from the Bible. We don't say nothing that he... So, listen. It can be both. Y'all catch that, what we throwing at y'all? It can be both, or it can be one or the other. Fill in the space and the gap. But know mm -hmm. that, you know, be as sensitive and as cognizant because you never know what that person could be going through. You don't know if they done already had an IVF cycle and they lost the baby. They had to make the decision to not not um, do the transfer because it was abnormal embryo. Like you, you really don't know what they could be dealing with. It's many different you know, layers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, many, many different layers. I, um, so, you know, one of one of, a friend of mine put me in contact with um, a woman named Stephanie because uh, she has a, a organization that supports women who are childless. You know, um, it's, it's here in Texas. No, she's over in the okay. UK actually. Okay. And, and so I decided to to bring her on to my Instagram page and have an interview with her because mm -hmm. I'm like, let me sit down and and talk to somebody who's educated on yeah. how to tell 
people how to mm-hmm. talk to and what to say and what not to say and how to be sensitive to somebody who's going mm-hmm. through the situation and it, this was my way of yeah. also sharing because I had family and friends to hop on the live there was this was my way of really like sharing um how some of the comments made me feel mm-hmm. you know yeah. and what they I did a Facebook like, live and Instagram with my mom and that was the first time I said it on my own platform I've said it as a guest on, like, recently as a guest on somebody's platform, but that was the first time I actually had said it on my own, and I know folks was like, what? Like, I had some friends, I'm sorry, like, I'm so sorry, I was like, if I'm okay, that's what I need you to be, it's okay, like, I can't be having you fall apart, because then I mess around and fall apart, and we ain't got time for that, so I'm, I'm going through, I'm processing my emotions, but let's not process on the day that I ain't trying to process. Right. Yeah, it's a whole journey. It's a whole journey. And definitely, like I said, be careful, be cognizant and be as loving as possible tomorrow Mm -hmm. to those that have lost or those that have um, not just been able to period. So just be there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the the fact that you wrote a book on helping people to get unstuck, I think that's that's really great because, you know, we can have these moments where we just, we, we get down now, we get stuck and we don't know how to necessarily bounce back. But I think that's the best. Yeah, I think the best way to get us stuck is to get to the root of the issue. So how do we know if the reason we're unstuck is actually connected to a traumatic experience or not? Um, so I would say, truthfully, mm-hmm. you, because you probably aren't, and it's not to say this in a negative way, but because you aren't able to be honest about that situation or even remember it, because I, I I had to even tell my mom, I said, um, I got like some blackouts from my childhood, you know, and that's all I know. Like, I don't remember certain stuff, but I feel like this guy protected me. Um, but so I said that to say symptoms may be showing up, but you honestly do not know where it's from. And so I always say when it's on that level and you can't trace it, you can't locate it to work with a therapist, to work with a counselor, to work with a psychiatrist, because they can, like you brought her on, they can safely help you go back and then reframe it and then put put coping mechanisms in place, put practices in place, put even tools in place so that you can begin to come out. But you, you, may, you, may, be, you may be still stuck for that very reason that you don't know what the trauma was. You just feel it. It's just showing up. But times when you do know where the trauma came from and you're not able to get out of it, then in addition to therapy, counseling, psychiatrists, you might need meds. It's nothing wrong as we, as a people, women of color, mm-hmm. Black people, culture, that if you need to get chemically stabilized, then that's what you do. Because listen, depression is a whole disease and it, it is not nice. Anxiety is a whole disease. It's not cool, you know? And so you might be able to handle this, but this person may not be able to handle it. And that's because this your first person that passed this year, this they 10th person, you feel me? So they can't, they might've been like you was at one, but they already had 10 on their belt and it's just, it's just mate. So 
you have to do some additional things that may be necessary. You know, you may need meds. You may even honestly to go check yourself in because you're harming yourself. If you harming yourself, I'm telling you, you go right now. Are you wanting to harm other people or even for mothers that go through postpartum depression? I've had, I've heard like they wanted to put they just put the baby in the tub and let them just walk. Listen, I've mm-hmm. seen it. I've heard it all. So it's real. And so the more that you can understand that it's real, the more it's required for you to, to do the, whatever it takes to get better. And I didn't even mention this, but I also am a firm a proponent of um, groups like um, there's support, a, groups? Well, support groups. There's a couple that I know of um, in the rooms.com. Basically, it's, a, it's everything from narcotics amount to alcoholic amount to women that are dealing with postpartum to stress. Like it's a class in there for everything. And they have support classes off and on throughout the entire just ongoing and I want to see there's another one called re-engage and maybe another one called re-energize but once you even start pulling those up you will see more and so I encourage you if you're afraid to do or embarrassed to do or can't afford to do therapy with a psychiatrist and psychologist get involved in some of those free resources because I want you unstuck sis I want you unstuck bro I want you to be doing your life unapologetically on purpose and so whatever it takes it's not a setback so don't look at it like that it's not a setback it's a way for you to be able to sit up and go up and and, and level up to your next level mm-hmm. I 100% agree you know when I do my teachings or live videos or whenever uh, I get to talk um, I tell people all the time that even if you're winning in life whatever that looks like for you if you have an unresolved trauma, it's still affecting your mm-hmm. your decisions. I'm a, yeah. I'm a huge advocate for therapy as as well. You guys, if you know my story, if you've been listening this long to the podcast, you already know therapy was huge for me on my journey to operate in purpose and for me to get to where I am right now today. Now, most times, I, I get it. We don't want to face the trauma because we don't want to put ourselves back into that dark place. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I 100% understand that, but it's so important that we do because like I said, it's affecting our decisions, even if you win in that life, because guess what? You can win at the wrong thing. Hold on. You can win and be a full-blown NFL player and have multiple uh, disorder. It's a new name for it now, but that the player that, that, you know, you can be winning and you could be like, um, he actually paid for the math and you can have a whole um, depression disorder. Like winning looks like fame. Winning looks like money. Winning looks like success. But when you dig into the actual root of it, and some of them is just as sad, as lonely, as depressed, as anxious, as hurt as they were before they stuffed out even started. So you can look like you winning and still be a whole hot mess, as my mama was saying. absolutely and you know we see it all the time you know and you know with celebrities and those who decide to take them take their lives we see it see it all the time it's all about operating Mm -hmm. from a place of of purpose but we have to seek the help that we need and I love the fact too that you you know that you brought up that you may need medication you Mm -hmm. guys if, if that's you, if you have a chemical imbalance, I pray that you will go and seek help 
go back and listen to my podcast episode with Takia because Takia, you know, talked about how she is currently taking medication to make sure, you know, that she doesn't go back into depression and have like suicidal thoughts and things like that. This is how she's able to, you know, to function. And there is nothing wrong with that. She's no less of a woman because she takes medications. God is still using her. She, it's not like she's inadequate. It's not like she cannot do the job. She's doing wonderful things and you can too with the proper help. So we definitely want to encourage you to do especially that. Now, especially now, because the one thing that I've noticed of being in this time of crisis and in 2020 with the pandemic is there is monumentous helplessness, hopelessness, anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. everything that you thought something you had got passed and was over is being triggered it's coming up and it's showing up and it's not in the healthiest ways possible that you can you should be doing life and so especially now if you don't know why you down it's one thing to be down you know because you're sick or you're not feeling well it's nothing to be down still in your bed since the day we went in a stay at home okay that's not okay that's not okay and you got to be able to t- like you said, face those hard truths and realize, do I want my life to stay like this or do I want to climb up out of this and come out all the way? And, and it has to be a decision solely and completely that you know that you can do because Lakeisha and I can want it for you, but your mom and them can want it for you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want it for yourself, you're going to go back to the old, same negative coping mechanisms, the next new thing that pops your way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I 100%, 100% agree. And you guys, you also have to understand too, that it's a journey, it's a process. So none of this is going to happen overnight. You have to stay committed to the process. I mean, I, I promise you it's worth it. Yeah. It's going to get a little harder before it gets easier. I promise you it's worth it. It's going to get worse before it gets better, but I promise you it's worth it. You know, I promise if, it, if it's not go through it, and if it's not worth it, hit me up. <laughs> let me let, let me know. But you gotta go yes. through the process. You gotta yes. go through the process first. So yes. earlier you mentioned um, thoughts spiraling out of out of control. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for for a second because when our thoughts spiral out of control, you know we tend to get caught up in a continuous loop, right? You talk about that all the time, and most and most times, you know it's it's a downward spiral. But you talk about how we can also get lost in our thoughts in a in a positive continuous loop. Tell us why that's a if if why that's a good or a bad thing. Because you can be a person that is great at um and I'm gonna tell because this bothered me. I'm throwing it back to you. Okay. You can be a person that is great at doing hair, like you love doing hair, but you can be so caught up on doing hair that you are not, you're only able to do three appointments or two appointments a day because you such a perfectionist. You take five hours on each client when it could have been two or three. Matter of fact, you, you, I don't got my hair, I don't got my hair out. I ain't got no, my weave as I used to, but you take so much right here. This used to kill me. This, this part right here, they just be, be, be flat ironing it, combing it. They be, I, then they be this this tucking. I be like I'm. I be just sitting there like I don't care. At this point, I don't care no more. Like I don't like. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because when I get in this car, because of how much you don't irritate me, I'm gonna do just like. That. 
<laughs> so, but it's real life. You are great at your art and your craft, but at how hard you trying to be great at it, you are li- literally losing the money that you need that will help you to further and grow your purpose. So that's the perfectionism in you that you just can't, you got to do three, four washes, then a deep condition under the, 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 the heat, heat, the dry for 30 minutes, then come back and wash again and condition again. Then you can condition when you, I know you can do more than three heads in a day. You're going to have to do better because I love that you love what you do, but you got to do better. So that's an example. Another quick example is, you know, you wrote a book. We talked about writing a book. Mm-hmm. And so what what if I guarantee you, if you had been the one to decide to edit it, do all the parts, the cover mm-hmm. edit, the cover yeah. art, the the publishing, the marketing, all of that, when not get done. When none had got done, or if it did, you was gonna have to be doing countless research for everything because you didn't want to let your baby go. So you all stuck in your own perfection and your own way of thinking that you the only one that can do it and handle it when it's a whole bunch of people that can do what you do for free. I mean, not free at a cheaper price because when you actually put the time and money that you over here researching, trying to figure out Adobe, trying to figure out how to do layouts and all of this, don't let alone get no cover, no cover. You could have been using that time to do another level and layer of your purpose and in your business. And you could have let the, the people that are experts at their purpose and vision do that yeah. piece. So those are just two ways. But yeah, you spiraling and you just, I can do it all by myself. I don't need nobody. I'm hustling, grinding. I'm, 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 I don't sleep. Diddy, you sleep. Stop lying to these folks. You sleep. I don't sleep. I don't get tired. Stop lying. Yes, you do. You can't tell me you don't. I don't care what time of metabolism you got. Stop lying. Because they over here thinking they don't need no sleep. They lying to you. They Absolutely. Need, you need sleep. Absolutely. And and a team. Like, let's just yeah. you're not doing all that. One person is is not able to do all things like that. I mean, you can, but how stressed out you're going to be? You know, like, are you performing um, at your ultimate level? Something is, something is lacking. So that's why you need to, you need to have a team in both of those situations. You know, mm-hmm. shoot, that even making me sit here, you know, thinking about myself, you know, what it is that, that I'm doing. Maybe I need to hire somebody, you know, because you can get distracted from purpose mm-hmm. too, because you're so focused on, like you said, the perfectionism when you just need mm-hmm. to just be it just needs to be functional. It doesn't have to be fancy, right? Because you're missing, we're missing the purpose. You're miss, missing what our purpose is. You know, your purpose is not necessarily to slay that, you know, to slay that, that's yeah. that, that bang. Maybe your purpose is into that woman. Because let's be real, when we sit in the, in the petition shit, yep. she's like a therapist too. Maybe yep. it's, it's you to pour into that, that woman that's in your chair and to listen to her. Maybe mm-hmm. your purpose is to hear what's going on in her life and maybe calling the hotline to help her out. Because let's be real, not everybody is calling the hotline like they should. Yep. They, they need not. to call they the not. hotline for. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so perfectionism could definitely be a a distraction, right? And that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to get distracted, distracted, you know, by trying to be perfect. And to add to the purpose that you pulled out, I don't even think you realized it, but the fact that, you know, 
when you're doing everything that's not quite your purpose, but it's to get your purpose out there, you are not delivering and doing yourself any favors as it relates to purpose because you was assigned to do this. Let the person that is gifted in cover and graphic arts do their thing because that's where they're expert in purpose lies. Let the person that knows how to edit, that this is what they love. They just love writing and marking up stuff and changing the show where you get to. Let them be great and let you be great at what you great at. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What she's describing, you guys, is a support system. This yeah. is when you build a support system that's going to, you know, support your, you know, your purpose-driven journey, right? Who's yeah. going to take things off your plate so you can do what it is that you are to do? Because you try and do everything, you blocking somebody else from operating their purpose. Because they yeah, probably you might need to let that social media go and get you a manager, a social media manager. It's okay. <laughs> do it. It's all right. No wrong. It's okay. And your game. Absolutely not. So how does self-awareness help us to manage our thoughts so we can, you know, take the power from our thoughts and channel it <laughs> and, you know, repurpose it in a positive way? You know, growing up, my mama would say, you are who you're supposed to be. And that was the first evidence of self-worth. Woo. And so um, knowing who you're supposed to be is just as much as knowing um, what you're not supposed to be. And that thereby, when you are able to be in your purpose, you know your worth. You know, nobody else has to put a title to it, a tag to it, a dollar value to it, because it's yours, because you know who you are, you know your where, you know your worth, then you know what you're capable of. You know what, you know, listen, you you can stand flat-footed on what you're saying your dollar amount is, but when you don't know who you are and your worth, then you will say and take whatever anybody has given you. And that's not cool. That's not worth it to you. You know what I'm saying? So self-awareness goes to you knowing yourself and knowing that nobody else can beat you being you because you are who you're supposed to be. And so as you push this purpose out, you won't be falling easily prey to the folks out here. Can, can, can you give me the, the family hookup? What about the what about the friend discount? Uh, can I just come volunteer? And so I can listen in on the, on the, at, at the summit you pulling, but ain't, ain't, ain't help set up no book table, ain't help not with one decoration, but you just want to be here. Like, no, no, you, you don't know your, you, you're not going to make me devalue my own worth. Uh-uh. I'm too aware of myself for that. So you're going to either, you're going to either pay to play. You're going to come in this vol- in here and volunteer and do this work. And then you can sit down or you're going to pay for a ticket, but I'm not going to change what was on me to do and what's in me because I know my worth and when you know your worth that makes you even more self-aware of your assignment and your responsibility and most definitely your purpose knowing who you're supposed to be is knowing who you're not supposed to be those Mm -hmm. oh my goodness shout out to mom because those are some wise words my coaching practice is based off of self-awareness because I truly believe before you do anything you need to know who god created you to be absolutely you're able to operate on purpose you need to know who you are and it's not even just with building and running businesses Mm -mm. it also has to do with what you do in your everyday life you need to know showing up as a friend showing up as a a friend showing up as as a volunteer 
Absolutely. I mean, we could even like break it down even even um, smaller than that. Like, you need to know who you are before you put makeup on your face. Like, do you even want to put makeup on your face? Why are you putting makeup on your face? Like, how you because you, you saw that Instagram video and it looked nice on them, but you don't know why you bought all of this because you don't you know, know what you're doing. Why. You don't even know why. You have to know who it starts with knowing who you are. There are too many mm-hmm. of us out here who are seeing other people's successes and we're trying to hop on their bandwagon and do what it is that they're they're doing. No, walking your own purpose. I promise God has attached blessings to your purpose. I promise you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because half the time, if you're on Instagram, they ain't telling the real story, no way. They t- they telling you the photographic, pretty. We all smiled at the same time. All the kids were just lovingly quiet and look at our beautiful Mother's Day pictures. Mm-hmm. Stop lying. And but some of us are because we don't know who we are. Some of us are easily led astray into believing that's all it takes. Matter of fact, and that's that's what I want. Get with some real ones, y'all. Get with a real one like Lakeisha and what she's doing with coaching to bring you into the awareness of who you are, so you can be who's you suppo- who's your who's your who you are, so you can be who you are and what you're supposed to be because that's what he said. So you gotta connect with somebody that got a heart for this and and knows what it's like on a lot of places and situations of what it costs not to be in your self work and not to be self aware. Absolutely. And and doing thank you for that. And doing my coaching sessions too, I also make sure to pull it up out of you because you think you don't have it or you think you don't know it, but baby, mm-hmm. you do. We just need to pull it up out of you because of the unresolved trauma, the life experiences, the relationships, both good and get bad, positive and negative. It affects us in some type of way that causes yeah. us to build these walls and put up these safeguards to prevent us from, you know, experiencing trauma or being hurt again, but we have mm-hmm. to pass those things in order to really get to, to the root of who we are. Now yes. you brought up, you know, social, you know, social media, people being fake on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, goodness. Let's take this, let's take that um, a step further because this may sound like a really crazy question. How do we distinguish reality from what we've made up in our minds to be true? And do I know you you said that I was like it's not a weird question no I mean you know that is sometimes the real issue you have decided so much to be like this person to act like this person then you don't decide to even start start making moves to look like this person that you forget who you are and that's how you've gotten lost and you don't you're not in focus no more you out of reality and so honestly you know you might need to the one look yourself in the mirror and see if you recognize that person it's one thing to not recognize you because you're growing and you you know you're becoming better it's another reason to not ex- ex- recognize yourself is because you not yourself you know them snickers commercials where they be like person be going in or doing something crazy and then they pass them a snicker and they be like you aren't you when you're not when you when you're hungry here here's a snicker and as funny as that that is that's how some of us are in real life. Like you are not you because if you were, you wouldn't be out here doing the things that you're trying to do for the gram, for TikTok, for for Facebook. You won't be out here making lives of all the foolishness that ain't gonna get you where you're trying to go. You know. So yeah, 
you, you're not in reality. You and somebody else's, and you're not even in theirs because they mess around not even know you exist, you know? So you, you definitely, absolutely, you know, have to distinguish between what's real and what's fake, what's, what's hot and what's not, you know? Is it, I think there's something like, is it real? Is, I don't even remember that. I'm old, but I, it's, I think it's a rap song that say that. But for real, like, is it real? We already got a lot that we putting on that ain't real. No way. Shout out to Lexi for the for the twist. I'm trying to come see you, girl. But listen, it's but what what? How much of the unreal are you gonna put on you and in you, mm-hmm. in you that you really gonna be able to say this is still me? Can yeah. you look yourself in the mirror? Can you can you recognize you and are you okay with it because that's a for sure sign that you 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 in a made up world when you do that and you're not okay with what you see and back mm-hmm. you you definitely need to work with me and Lakeisha work with her in this 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 awareness coaching and work with me in this purpose coaching because we're gonna help you and we're gonna snatch all your edges at the same time because we just want you to be better but we might have to go there sorry not sorry Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely you know why you were you know why you were talking it made me think about oprah right because mm-hmm. we all love mama o or auntie o right yes. but you guys do you know her backstory though because when oprah first started out as you know a news anchor she was i think she was actually fired because they said mm-hmm. that she was getting she didn't fit the look and then she didn't fit the look yeah, and, and they focus on the fact that she was getting like a little bit too personal with mm-hmm. people, but she found herself drawn to that. She found herself being drawn to really getting to, you know, the root issue or really just hearing people's stories and the news station didn't found like her niche. Right. And then you had her dad on the other hand, who where she's working this job making $25,000 a year and pops in her ear like, yo, like that's a good job. Like you're never going to make that much money again or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to encourage her to stay in this position when her heart is telling Mm -hmm. her that she needs to do something else. She needs to do more. What if she would have listened to her dad and what if she would have, you know, not listened to her, her inner voice, right? with saying you know i really want to talk to people and really hear their stories she mm-hmm. she would have went for worth twenty five thousand dollars. she's a billionaire you guys mm-hmm. oprah is a billionaire because she followed purpose and yeah. she didn't you know allow what her dad was saying and what everybody else was saying and their scarcity mindset to stop her from falling in purpose because you know in the beginning not to say that she's all about the money now but in the beginning it wasn't about the money it was Mm -hmm. about the connection with the people and because she followed her purpose god blessed that you know in one of her interviews she she said too she mentioned that you know knowing what she didn't want to do you know helped her to know what she wanted to do so depending on what side of the spectrum that you on if you on the spectrum where you like man i don't know what it is i i don't want to do then that's a, that's a start write yeah. that down start there yeah. the things that you don't want to do right mm-hmm. and then work backwards from that way it's okay you just have to do the work you just have yeah. to do the work yeah you know? and something you said so true is that you know part of the reason why people like 
Lakeisha and I here are so many others. Trent Shelton, Mike Todd, Ayanna Van Zandt, mm, Der- oh uh, Gary God. V. Uh, Love Gary. Uh, John Maxwell. Like, I could go on and on. E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. Like, all those. Listen. Uh, Stephen Furtick and, and, and mm-hmm. your, your boy, John Ray. Like, the reason why some of us are here is because we sometimes are the only positive voice that people hear. They, they, you said it, like they have other people in their ear with scarcity mindsets. We're, with fear of letting go of that good government job, with fear of the unknown because they've never did it. So why would you be trying to do it too? You know, and, 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 and it's difficult already to do life and to pursue purpose, but it's even more difficult when the, the voices that should be encouraging you are not and so that's even the more why Sakisha pushes the, the envelope and why she started a podcast is even the more why I have my platform talking with Tanya because we know sometimes we are the only voice that people will have to know yeah. that they can pursue their dreams because they have the purpose in them already so kudos to you sis because literally you could be the only voice that 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 listener gets and you're and you and you doing it and you showing them the way and you are making sure that they are self-aware because that's where it all starts and begins. Thanks, sis. And kudos to you too for doing the work that you do and sharing, you know, and sharing your story and you know, helping people to focus on purpose because that is so so important. And I 100 percent enjoyed this conversation with you today. You are amazing. No, sis, you are listening. I try to look. I done pulled up the credentials and stuff. I was like, oh, my sis bad. Like, she, she not, she coming with it, y'all. Like, she not, it's not a game. Like, she basically, before she, you get started, she like, uh-uh, the time is now. We're not playing no more. The time is now. We finna design this life. We finna have it so you specifically know what it is, what it ain't, so you can be it. I was like, oh, this purpose, okay. She said purpose ain't it. And then she hit my words because people ask me what's purpose. She hit she hit it because I say it ain't it ain't where you what you can find. Why are you looking like this world's wild though? That's how I really dated myself. Like it's the world's wild though, and you over here in your your striped red and white shirt, your little hat and your boot jeans, and you trying to no, that is not where purpose is. It's already in you, been in yes. you, in you the whole time. So I love that you talk about that and that embracing of clarity and um, action along with self-awareness that that is your keys and how you un- help people uh, unlock the door to all that's in them so <laughs> hey if I ain't said it y'all connect with your sis follow her subscribe to the podcast like comment yeah. rate them a review because don't be just stealing don't just be coming up here stealing this knowledge and wealth and you ain't you ain't at least sharing the love p- doing some likes some research this ain't for free Pay for free. You gonna have to pay, pay with some 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 love. Show her some love because she's giving it to you freely, guys. She she charges for this, but on this podcast and platform, she's giving it all to you free. The least you can do is share it out, show some love, and make sure you rate it and review it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. But before you go, give us one book or audible recommendation um that you have read or listened to that has okay. impacted your life in a positive way 
Yes. So I would have to say that the book is by Miles Monroe. I don't know if I told you, he's my mentor in my head. Um, he was actually, uh, he's passed now. So that's why I said it. But he wrote like a ton of books on life, leadership, purpose, like marriage, like everything. Child. But my favorite all time book by him is mm-hmm. The Principles and Power of Vision. And even though it says vision, it's talking about purpose, but that's by Dr. Miles Monroe. And child, I'm gonna tell you, once you get one, it's gonna be like some chips. You can't stop. <laughs> you you can't stop because it's on a whole nother level. Like he just he just was like almost before he was born, just knowing it. Like his level of talking to you at a just a real way about purpose is unmatched in the same for leadership. Wow. And what's our name? What's his name again? Miles Monroe. Miles Monroe. And that's the principles of power and vision? Yes. Okay, yeah, girl. I gotta write that down. I gotta look into that. That sounds like a powerful book. It is. Love it. Thank you. You can notepad by you. (laughs) (laughs) And one last question. With describing the meaning of living your truth, complete this phrase. What is your third word when you hit these two words together? Self-awareness, purpose, and
family. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast every week. Again, if you need help building a rock solid strategy to manifest the vision you're constantly journaling about, then head on over to strategizeyourvision.com for more information on how we can work together. And also, you will find the link in the show notes as well. Please note that all Audible recommendations are linked in the show notes and you can try Audible for free. Please remember to leave a five-star rating, a comment, and share with everyone you know across all your social media platforms. And family, 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 as you know, I set a really lofty goal to touch a million hearts within the next two years. And I can only do it with your help. So please remember to download each episode, share, and talk about living her truth with everyone you know. And guys, you know that I appreciate you. You know that my heart is filled with so much gratitude. So until next time, always remember that you are enough and your truth is beautiful. Beautiful.